Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I hid in a drain pipe for days, like three or four, I didn't even know how many. And then I stopped hearing people and I started hearing growling noises. Out there in your travels, uh... Did you see anything that you would describe as apocalyptic? I mean, no, but uh, oh. I would say it's completely obvious what's what's going on here. I mean, it's a it's a zombie invasion. Fuck! I'm the one who said it's. You zombies. said zombies. I said zombies the whole you time. Said zombies? I don't think you never said, said zombies. zombies. No, like, oh, zombies. Wait a second, you guys haven't been proven right. These are still just theories. Uh, America's basically turned into one of these factories where we just have a sign up. Like it's been 22 days since our last horrible thing. And it's like, oh, all right, rip it down. We're back at zero again. God rose him from the dead on a holiday we now call Easter. Not a lot of people know that, but it's, it's called Easter. It's when Jesus and the two Corinthians met the Easter bunny and came back from the dead. So, you know, it's a beautiful story. You're listening to the Cobras and Fire podcast, the only show where both hosts have clean hands and are always at least six feet apart. Welcome to COVID and Fire. This is LC, and I am joined with the socially distancing Baco. How are you, sir? I need you to step back a little bit and give me some space, man. I, I have, I've done that for five years. <laughs> I am well, man. I mean, is everything good on your end? Well, sure. I mean, I'm on an errand right now, so I figured, why not do a podcast? Yeah. Hey, you know, uh, before we get into all the the, the coronavirus, COVID-19 kind of nonsense that uh, is going to kind of weigh heavy on this, I have a real quick question for you. I found sure. something out today that I don't know. I never thought it was true, but did but it turns out it is. Did okay. you know that Shlomo is an actual name people give kids? Oh. <laughs> uh, I do now. Yeah. I mean, I've heard, I've heard Shlomo. I've never met a Shlomo. <laughs> Have you? On Good Morning America today, uh, they did the segment of like how like uh, they've loosened the the they've lax they've loosened up the rules on how veterinarians can prescribe uh, like prescription drugs for your pets okay. uh, over video conferencing, and the doctor they. Uh, used in the example was Dr. Shlomo something and whatever. <laughs> but but I literally like I, I saw it, I rewound it, I paused it, I made my wife watch it, and I'm like I, I, I was just it was like like to me that word was like Joe Schmo. Shlomo. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, well fucking apparently I, people are naming their kid well, I mean I would At some point they did. It was a long time ago. Well, well this Dr. guy was looked at maybe in his late thirties, early forties. I, 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 do have a, I, I do have a related story about a doctor, though, real quick. Yeah, go for it. That, all right. So the, the true story is there is a doctor. Oh, now uh, once you say true story, we all know it's going to be full of shit. 
because it sounds fake. <laughs> and Everything that is, you says sound fake. Just carry on. I, you know, people should never start conversations with this saying true story. That or you know, I know this sounds crazy, but because you, when that person says that, you know that it's 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 not going to be something you want to hear. You know what I mean? So I apologize. I'm taking both those things out, and I'm just going to start over again, and that is this. <laughs> hey, I'm giving you a hard that, time. I actually think it's a good way to accentuate the, the importance. Anyway. All right. Well, anyway, so this doctor uh, was uh, – there was a doctor whose his last name is K-W-A-K. Quack? Said, Quack? Yes, Dr. Quack, which you don't talk about – if you're going to change your name – if your if your last name is Quack and you're a doctor, change your profession or change your name. It's like that Seinfeld na- episode where uh, the proctologist had a, a set of a, a vanity plates called Ass Man. That's right, exactly. <laughs> That's what you found out who it was. So, uh, yeah, but um, yeah, they're loosened up all those things. You, there's all this stuff now called tele. You can go to the doctor by telephone or yeah, by video we, now. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm like, what is that name? Like teleconference? No, it's not teleconference. It's like teledoctor or whatever. They have some whatever fancy phrase for it right now. Right, but but they they have something. I'm just going to one other thing is that I've, I, I had, before all this COVID shit, I had an ear infection. It was like get, making my, my, uh, uh, my, my right ear hurt a lot. And I just had one of these. I'm like, you want me to go do a doctor's appointment? Where I have an ear infection, do you have a microscopic video cam that's going to go into my <laughs> ear and look at it, or are you just going to say, "Hey, here's a bunch of drugs and go to and 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 call me in ten days"? And that's exactly what they do. Like, the <laughs> and point? you're like, and you're like, you're a quack. <laughs> that's right, exactly. But a uh, whole new world, man. Yeah. So how are things? I mean, uh, you, you you're spending a whole lot of time at home now with the uh, as with the skin dogs. Ooh, who's the skin dogs? Your kids, man. Skin dogs? Yeah, you know, they, you know like people call their pets fur babies. I heard someone oh. talk about like we can call your kids skin dogs. Now you're at home with the you're at home with the skin dogs. I guess. I mean, this work for home thing is is fantasy for people that don't have children. If they have children, it's a it's basically the weekends plus your boss calling you for eight hours <laughs> during the day. And that's not a great great situation, I got to tell you. But I'm glad that, that I can actually work from home, I guess. And, and so if Joey Haney believed in God, uh, uh, yeah. hell would be living, uh, working at home with your kid, with your skin, well, sure. with your skin dogs. You hate skin dogs. <laughs> I mean, it's well established that Joey and I don't both hate skin dogs. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Everybody's safe on that end. Any, any, uh, well, what's going on over on your, your side? I'll, I'll catch up on mine when you're done, but. Okay. Yeah, sure. I mean, just in general, we have, so I, uh, for listeners, they're new to the show. I live in Denver, and Denver, uh, as of eh, Monday, I'll tell you a quick story. Uh, on Monday, went to the whole stay at home. In other words, we're not playing. You must stay at home unless you work for an essential business. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they closed. So, a couple of things. First off, restaurants are closed until not the 11th of April, but the 11th of May. So, okay. those are all closed down. You've got uh, uh, things like the fact that they also said uh, they had a press conference on Monday and they said, Hey, uh, what is known as this essential business? And the mayor who's, who I immediately uh, got upgraded said, somebody asked is a liquor store and dispensary an essential <laughs> business. And the mayor uh, says, well, I certainly think that liquor stores are an essential business, but I'm going to hand it over to this person. And they, this other this lawyer comes up and they go, Nope. Uh, liquor stores and dispensers <laughs> are, are not an essential business, and they will be closing down as of 5 p.m. tonight, is what they said. Now, understand that at that exact moment, uh, everybody in Denver must have gone completely ape shit. Yeah, there of course. lines. What? Of course, yeah. Okay, so there's lines going around the corner. People are sharing images all on uh, social and everything like that. Uh, the Total Wine Bimmy had a line going past the Total Wine, past the natural grocer that was next to it. Within an hour, just so you understand this, within an hour, they repealed that, and they are letting the liquor stores and dispensaries stay open because the whole social distancing thing was thrown out the window because people were mobbing trying to get all their liquor. So nice. prohibition lasted one hour in Denver. <laughs> just never forget. 
Well, uh, on my end, the uh, the wife has been at home for about a week, and that's probably going to be extended. We just, at, uh, re- as of Friday the 27th at midnight, we are at uh, a, a shelter-at-home state. Oh, um, now, my job is considered essential, but my company is shutting everything down to the bare minimum, and they just told me today I'll be home for a couple weeks. So, uh, but I will tell you this: our governor um, didn't gave one of the best speeches that explained what was going on that I've seen any politician give. One of the great things about this state is that, like, whether or not liquor stores stay open was not never in question. <laughs> they right. are staying open, bitch. I, but the weird thing about the line, because like at Total Wine for about a week now. If you go there after 2 p.m., there is a line out there. Now, it has a lot to do with their social distancing program, but it's been like, I mean, Total Wine's always been an anomaly to me. It's like, it's like where were th- I've been in liquor stores for 30 years of my life. Where the fuck have these shoppers been? Because everybody in there always buys way more than I do. They always need grocery carts. It's like literally, I'm like the one guy with a case of beer, and and like there will be like two other guys like me, and then everybody else is like uh, grocery carts full of booze. So I don't yeah. know. Anyway, but everybody, yeah, no, no, no. I, I think you're you're right. I mean, at one point, that's my whole point is like liquor stores for eternity had aisles that would not even allow the slimmest of shopping. Oh, of course, that's, right? That's, yeah, right, until right. Total Wine came along, and suddenly like. It, it it was like, but it was instant. It wasn't like, have you heard right. about this? You well, know what I mean? Like, like like when when Napster first rolled out, there was only a few people. Then it grew. Then it grew. Then it grew. Total Wine was like they did a ribbon cutting, and then like it was jam packed with grocery <laughs> carts filled with booze, and that's the way it's been every day since. Uh, but anyway, the so. I have avoided Total Wine for the last about two weeks because of those lines. I've just paid a few bucks extra to go somewhere else. I will tell you this. The last time I was in Total Wine and in every liquor store I've been in the last week and a half, out of Coors Light. So I'm locked down with Bud Lights, buddy. Ooh. All right, then. I have three cases, and that's it. I I, I hope I can uh, – I hope I don't become acquired to this because I want to get back to the silver bullet as soon as I can. I gotta tell you, I'm 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 locked down with uh, Modelo Dark and uh, and Miller Draft. It's been in my my fridge since, <laughs> since our last recording. So the apocalypse can still go on. I'll still have it in there. Oh man, yeah, man. And and since we last talked, you've launched the Sidecast, the whatever, never mind Sidecast, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Andy Shaw, great first guest for the show, discussing nice. the Melvin's Bullhead. And uh, you want to just kind of describe a little bit more about what that is. Yeah, in 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 a way to help kind of carry on content and keep myself busy. Um, I I was always thinking about doing a sidecast once we started talking about kind of going every other week as a commitment. Anyway, sure. And I don't know. I I, I remember the episode that we did with Allison Shane's about a year ago, where it just seemed like all of a sudden, out of the blue, it became obvious to to you and then to me through you that like. People don't really don't talk about grunge, so I did a. I'm a fuck it. I'm gonna do a grunge sidecast. Um, I'm basically took a very unoriginal idea, stole it from uh-huh. some another show, uh, but I'm counting down the 25. Uh, I'm taking a list of 50, cut it in half because I don't want to do 50. I don't want to commit to it anyway. Uh, and I'm doing the 25 greatest grunge albums according to Rolling Stone. I like the idea. It had to be something conceptualized where it was like it couldn't just be any record any time. I wanted something that kind of had a beginning and an end and kind of a uh, a purpose, if that makes sense. Yes. So, yes. Uh, yeah, the, it's going to be a lot of fun. I plan on having a different guest host. I Believe it or not, you're probably going to be one of them at some point. Uh, spoiler oh alert. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, and uh, it's just a way to kind of fill the gaps when uh, you and I can't get together and do this stuff because all the crazy crap we got going on. But, uh, uh, anyway, I hope people liked it. I got a lot of great feedback, So, but I wanted to kind of officially announce it on, on our show that that, that that was the point in what we were doing. So. Yep, does. I think that's going to be fun. And the the thing that's great is that you know, while you can find two hundred album overviews of of Dress to Kill, you can only <laughs> find one on Melvin's Bullhead.
Not just here in St. Paul, Minnesota, not just in Denver, Colorado, and not just the United States. Pretty much everybody around the world, are, are, we have listeners everywhere, as you know. This, this coronavirus thing is pretty much becoming a, a daily talking point. And I thought it was important that uh, that we don't just sense a sense of stability because right now, everybody like you and me, Luce, we're looking for ways that we can reach out and make a difference. Sure. So but before we get into that, I think uh, a big thing is like, why don't we talk about how the coronavirus has affected this show? And I think the short answer is not at all, right? <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, we're we've uh, you know we're not forced to do it by Skype. We, that's what we've done, man. Yeah, <laughs> we we've never we've only done a handful of episodes like like in the same building, much less room. Right, uh, and I mean, I mean, and in general, I mean. Has the coronavirus really affected podcasters in general, their lifestyle? I don't well, think so. Well, lifestyle, I mean, that, that that's a bigger question. But I would say, uh, it, it. I mean, Decibel Geek had to come become creative. They, they did kind of that uh, live uh, phone-in episode uh, that they, uh, what did they call that? The, the quarantine show? Sure. Yeah. But, but I mean, but in general, besides those two getting together, and them going to work, do they ever really leave their basements? <laughs> uh, I, I can only speak for myself. Okay. okay? And All no, right. I never do. That's what I mean. Like Sound podcasters bad. in general. I mean, the coronavirus could be going on and they're not even informed. They never watch the news. Maybe we're their, like their uh, the, we're like the hand sanitizer of um, entertainment. Like mm. we're basically now, this is our time, baby. This is our time. We got nothing but time. I, I threw that thing out in that group uh, that Chris started, the, the podcaster chat. If you've ever been told someone wasn't available for interviews, now's the time to follow up because they, they have to be, right? <laughs> That's a lie. Yeah, now, I'm sorry. Their entire schedules are wiped out, right? <laughs> what the hell is Dave from YNT doing right now that he can't talk to me? 
that guy ever had any conflicts before, he now now has zero excuses now. I mean, How come Mark Corian isn't on every podcast right now? Right. <laughs> John Lamro has to be like he he in in one week he can probably get a year's worth of material. Now on the Bullet Boys front though, it is it is you know. I'm happy for them because their tour wasn't canceled because the rule only applies to 10 people in, in one room at the same time. So that, that keeps going. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Well, th- I think that actually was a better joke three days ago. Everything <laughs> changes. <laughs> Did somebody make that joke online? No, yeah. no, 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 no. Now it's like, well, now states are in lockdown. Now all this stuff, it's like, well, yeah, I can't go to a show no matter how many people are there if it comes here. And, and same with you. Three days ago, not necessarily the truth. Yeah, but they make exceptions. They're like, and by the you know time what? this episode comes out, the entire country's going to be locked down loose. I'll tell you what, though. Get I your head out of your that, ass. That coronavirus, if this goes as bad as it, as it, as it possibly could, that much like cockroaches, the only, the only other things surviving will be podcasters and cockroaches because we are pretty much Im- immune to it. We could be just doing podcasts that only podcasts listen to because we don't, we don't associate. We're like a pack people. of dogs. Right. We're like a, pa- we're, we're we're like like a pack, a pack of, of lone wolves. Right. <laughs> well, let's get into some Cobra hacks and like how we can help people with all these tips to like, uh, you know, basically, you know, stay safe, stay healthy. There's all sorts of things that like, you know, they don't want you to touch your face. So one of the things that right. I think would help with that is that like dip your hands in motor oil, like especially if you have some used motor oil in your garage, that's even better. But okay. either way, both will work. Just dip them in there and keep your hands covered with motor oil and you will be less likely to touch your face. Hmm. Or you just look like you're really bad at, at doing the whole Ash Wednesday thing on your forehead. Hmm. Or in your, you know, like on the side of your nose. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. So dipping your hands in oil. So that's a way to, to help people. Um, and no other, just you're going right for oil. Nothing else. Like, well, that's my first like, one. Yeah. That's, that's my first Cobra hack. Dip your hands in motor oil. Okay. That's that's one way to keep from touching your face because you'll have oil on your hands and you you'll your 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 body will go. I can't touch my face. My hands are covered with oil. Okay. Well, I, I have a I have a cobra hack that helps me. Okay. What's that? Okay. So so essentially, I went to Home Depot yesterday uh, to to get a few things, and I, I, I this will be I'm guessing that Home Depot in general will, will be doing this. But it was like going to Club Fifty Four or whatever. Instead of a velvet <laughs> red velvet rope, they had a a orange rope uh, out front, and they would only let a hundred people in at a time. So five people had to leave to let five in. For example, okay, gotcha. Okay? Well, that's exactly what okay. Total Wine has been doing. Oh, okay, all right. So same same idea. So, but I've never seen that set up anywhere yet. So it was like, okay, it's the first day of it being hardcore. So yeah, we went, you know, home goods, booze, sure. all the same deal. All right. So I, I go in there and, uh, you know, I did my shopping and then I, but what I decided to do and it's a whole, and I'm just giving this out to the, hey, you know what? Forget about me. I was going to think about marketing this myself, but I'm going to tell you how you can make money immediately uh, because Amazon will, will ship, puts priority shipping on essential goods. And this will be an essential good that you can sell. And that is uh, go to Home Depot and just go to the aisle with all the, the push brooms and just uh, screw off the stick on the top of the, of the, of the broom and just I don't even say you have to pay for them because they're not they're not you know a man walks out of a store with a bunch of sticks on his shoulder who cares you walk out those sticks and that is your social distancing stick ooh okay as I used to call them the woman poking stick because like <laughs> there'd be all these women that wanted to have sex with me sure like, no you no get have away I'm married yeah yeah they're they're actually not six feet they work for that distance. as well as all I'm saying. Sure, I understand. But they're not a full six feet, just to be technical. They're about about five feet, but it's good enough. You throw a sticker on there, a Cobra sticker. There's a Cobra's in the fire, social distancing stick. Or do your own, but put them on Amazon. That's my hack. Um, another thing that I, I learned recently is that like you cannot contract it. Like Pets don't carry it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you do get it and you have to cough, instead of your elbow, just pick up your cat and cough into the cat. <laughs> Or what if you're out, out and about? Can you just grab anybody's pet and just cough? Of course, into it? yes, yeah, anytime, any any animal at all, just pick it up, cough or sneeze right into that, and carry on with whatever you're doing. Okay. What about washing your hands? I mean, you uh, you know they they come up with like say, sing happy birthday while while you wash your hands because it's only twenty seconds long. Sure. I would. You can pretty much sing any Danzig era song of the Misfits Ooh. while washing your hands and, in full. Uh, 
Yeah, in full. Probably two times. It's better to say, I killed your baby today. This is this is good information. Uh, another Cobra hack is uh, once this whole thing is over and we flatten the curve, keep wearing that fucking mask out in public. <laughs> Nobody will come close to you. Nobody yeah. will ask you questions. Just shop, and you'll be good to go. And in your the checkout line, I guarantee they will order. They will fucking fire your your groceries into that that uh, basket and get you out of there faster than normal. Young teacher, the subject. Of school girl fantasy She wants him so badly Knows what she wants to be Inside her there's longing This girl's an open page Bookmarking she's so close now This girl is half his age reached out to Ron Keel, friend of the show, overall good guy. Just asked him how him and things were going with him and uh, his wife, Renee. Uh, I know they were in Australia during all that mess, so we got to get him on the show to talk about that stuff. Sure. Uh, but uh, I, you know, mainly I was reaching out to say, hey, you know, with everything, you know, getting shut down, or, or is everything good on your end and nobody's sick, that kind of deal. And he said, you know, I'm a prepper, um, hoping for the best, ready for whatever happens. I trust you and Amy and uh, your family are all good. So I said, I never pegged him for a prepper. And he's like, I don't know, you know. So his response was, yeah, we are, man. We're hardcore down to the solar-powered backup generators, pressure canning <laughs> our own emergency food, lots of Ron Keel chili that will last up to 20 years in the jars, more ammo than I could ever shoot, and enough guitar strings to last a lifetime. I will miss the shows. I'm hoping for the best. 
we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I also heard that he, uh, for entertainment, you stocked up on DVDs. Would you oh, like to hear really? Of, really, he did. Yeah. Would you like to hear some of a, of his from his collection? Yeah. What did he? Uh, what did he? What did, what did he buy in anticipation of being locked down? He's got uh, Keel Bill one and two. Oh man, I love that movie. Also, he likes the classics. I like it. It's a great book too. To Keel a Mockingbird. Mm, one of my favorite book movies. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think one more, and I'll be done. Oof! I don't know if you remember this one from uh, Skinamax back in the day, but uh, Dress to Kill. <laughs> yeah. No, on Golden Ron. <laughs> oh, I was, I, I'm only a one-trick pony. I only have a last name to mess around with. He's got two monosyllabic names. That is true. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 give me a second on that one. <laughs> on Golden Ron is definitely better than any of the ones I gave. <laughs> Uh, I gotta tell you, um, I really, I really want uh, there to be a Ron Keel prepper show, like a reality show. You know, just sure. him walking around South Dakota with, you know, he's got his like rifle over his shoulder, and he's talking about being the metal cowboy. And all of a sudden, like, you know, some zombie comes up. But each of those, you know, on the reality TV shows, they have, they always have the part where somebody's just talking to the camera, and then they show them do other stuff. Yeah, where whatever you, whatever you call that, all that it has to be, always be him in the hot tub, and you can hardly hear a fucking thing he says. It's just <laughs> nothing but. There's like cans of natural light ice floating around. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just stacked up behind them. Last night, uh, it was uh, Ron's birthday. I'm a Ron Keel Patreon, so I get access to some special, like, uh, you know, I don't know, what do they call these, streaming live performances. And yeah. it ended up being me and Wally Gator uh, from Decibel Geek fame, from CGCM, CSI, all that right. nonsense. You, you, yeah, yeah. I stole your joke there. That's fine. Um, and uh, every time Ron was giving away any piece of garbage in his house, uh, like the first person was like, Wally was like, I'll take it. <laughs> like, he's like, he's, Ron, so, so Ron's like, you know, trying to be a nice guy. And he's got like, hey, I got these little pick clips here. What Any guitar players out there want it? And like, I mean, come on. Well, first of all, Wally, shameless. Uh, but the worst part is that like Wally considers, considers himself a guitar player because he plays bass. <laughs> Wally, sure. come on. Jesus. Get your head out of your ass. I was going to joke with Wally in the group, but I'm like, nobody knows that I know the guy. Uh, Not even Ron, probably. But so I was like privately messaging him on Facebook, you know, poking all the shit at him. But but the the point is, so I'm like watching this thing and it's it's for his he's like doing a little thing for his birthday. And he's um, and uh, the video was jacked up. I'm pretty it sounds like Ron knew what was going on and just decided to say, fuck it, I'm going to plow through this, we'll fix it next time, that kind of deal. But he's sitting in his home in South Dakota talking about everything and, and wishing everybody the best. He, he he got into, like, whether or not, you know, people want to come out and see them sooner than later because he, he just doesn't want to be accountable for, you know, people getting sick, that kind of thing. So he's, he's, he's kind of leaning towards that, like, he's going to ride things out in South Dakota until they say it's safe. Right. If you live in South Dakota, aren't you already social distancing?
Well, with this whole coronavirus thing that's been going on loose, obviously a lot of people are working from home. A lot of states are just basically saying shelter in place, which means you can't really go out that much other than to get food and that kind of stuff. Uh, Thankfully, they're all leaving the liquor stores open. It sounds like Denver recalled their initial idea, like, nope, they're shut. No, now they're open. But musicians and entertainers, they're kind of losing their, their livelihood. Plus, they don't know what the fuck to do with their time. You know what I mean? I would right. like to take one second to say something kind of serious. If, if if there's people out there that that aren't kind of strapped and, and kind of tight, I, I want people to stay within their means. But if, if there's a way you can help out some of these smaller bands, I'm not talking about Metallica. Uh, I'm talking about you know the, the 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 lower level tiers, the monster trucks, that kind of stuff. Go to their web stores and buy something, buy merch. They get that money real quick. They don't get music money a lot if they have a label. Um, but if you are gonna get, deal with the music, buy it, buy a download, buy vinyl, do something. Even go to Amazon. They still eventually get that money as long as you're purchasing something. They're gonna get see something of it, and if we all do a little bit of that, you know that that helps. And I would like to mention Record Store Day getting pushed out a, a couple months. That's a huge deal to record stores. I know in a lot of places that people are listening to this, they can't get out there to a, a store at all because they're just not open. They're just not a, a considered an essential business. But when we do get back to normal, go out there and spend $10. Just just give them something. Just go in there and, and actually probably spend that $10 on used music because they they have a, they see a much higher profit margin on that. And that's my kind of plea to the the listeners of this show to kind of like a way that we can all contribute a, a little bit and make a big difference. So, uh merch first, used vinyl first or CDs, whatever. I mean, especially you know what? Go buy 10 CDs if you pay $10, they made $9.90. Uh, <laughs> but uh, buy what you want and buy what you can and if that means nothing that's okay too i'm just i'm just suggesting if you're looking for ways to help that's the, that's the avenue that i would i would i would uh personally uh suggest but yeah to add on to that more one of the one of the you know only positive things from this whole situation for for musicians the entertainment industry in general is that musicians in particular are doing these streaming concerts um, you know, just, just randomly, some doing it from their house and things like that. And one that I'm looking forward to look, watching tomorrow night, which will be passed by the time this publishes is a uh, mustache is doing a, a live concert nice. and what, and what they're doing, just like a lot of these, they're doing a full set. They're doing it from some sound stage. And what they do during these a lot of times is they have a donate button. So, you know, the show's free, but if you want to throw them 10 bucks or whatever, like a tip jar, that seems to be. You know, since since there are so many of these tours, I mean, my God, we'll get into that in a little bit that were just canceled is I think a lot of these artists will be doing something of this sort where it's a unique experience, you know, like that, where you can also, you know, throw them a couple bucks, uh, you know, again, not the Metallicas, but but bands of that of that ilk in, in a level. Yeah, absolutely. And but the, the thing is that like it's not just music that this is hitting, it's hitting all forms no. of entertainment. I made a joke in the, again that that same podcasting hangout group that I wanted does anybody want to start a sports podcast with me and nobody really kind of picked up on it. Uh, I, I I got it. I loved it. Yeah, I think two people got the joke, you and Matt Porter and then nobody else. But uh, <laughs> that's okay. I'm used to my dry humor, uh sure. especially when it's a typed word. Um but uh, ESPN, you, you, you ever seen the movie Dodgeball, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in that, like, the Dodgeball tournament is shown on ESPN, the Ocho, sure. <laughs> which is supposed to be ESPN 8. Well, ESPN, uh-huh. uh, on their main feed, uh, at least they did it for for a day or two, uh, they brought in programming that would fit on the Ocho. Oh, and, yeah, they uh, did. Uh, yeah, like, here are some of the things they did. Um that, I don't know. I thought it was a lot of fun. It was the 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 stone skipping contest uh, championships. Uh-huh. These are all championships, by the way. Uh, yeah. uh, something called the the sign spinning championships. I watched a little bit of the stone skipping. Uh, not that breathtaking. Hamburger eating, brat eating, robot fighting, stupid robot fighting, cherry spitting. There was a Tetris <laughs> fucking championship, and of course something called slippery stairs, which I can only imagine is like an episode of Family Guy. But uh, it just—I I love the idea that they're just trying to get creative and say, you know what, we're gonna have some fun with this. They called it ESPN the Ocho for a day, 
So it's kind of nice to even see like a channel like ESPN kind of have a, a little bit of a sense of humor and give us all a moment of levity and kind of just embrace the situation that we're in. Yeah, no, I, I found that uh, highly amusing. I think it was like like what you just mentioned. It was the hamburger eating championship of like 2006, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah they go back, yeah. And these are all actual filmed, uh, you know, events right. of some sort you know so it, it's yeah, kind of neat but uh yeah i mean the reality is unless you're like just a really hardcore gambler you probably can't hang in there for more than 10 minutes for most of these but i don't know put on some music have a couple drinks and then uh you know just keep it going espn the ocho bitch like us and listeners of this show and other shows all these concerts being canceled is kind of a big deal uh yeah i have to admit that there's more than uh, i have a couple tickets for shows towards the end of summer that i'm on the edge like is this still going to happen uh anything on your end like that yeah let me just let you know spoiler alert it's not going to happen so the the, the, i think everything is going to be canceled eventually until after august i'm just i'm calling it right now just because I just that's unfortunately what I think is going to happen. So everybody is all excited about uh, well, it feels that way. And it's going to be that that Motley concert you're excited about seeing Vince is going to have have a few more months. There are so many robots that are getting disappointed about the Motley <laughs> uh, Def Leppard. They can't go. They can't even get viruses. It'll still go on. No, that that guy that uh, you know, I have a question on that too. If it's the humans won't home. be allowed to attend the right. Motley Duff Leopard <laughs> tour, so it's still sold out. It's still sold out. That's right. But <laughs> but my God, I mean, all these things are happening. Like to give you an example too. Like I have a, a my conspiracy theory is that this virus was it hates rock and roll. This <laughs> this virus was created by somebody that hates. Just fucking hates rock and roll because just for example, next this in the next week, if this virus had not shown up, I would be seeing 
Bad Religion doing a headline show. I'd be seeing Monster Magnet on their power trip. Like yeah, that. That, I like so, how Monster Magnet got aggressive, though. Like, they've already rescheduled. Yeah. It's almost the identical dates, but starting in 2021. Yeah, they, I thought that was, I think that's the right thing to do. They're just like, fuck this year. We're just doing it. We're just lining it up for next year. We know we're safe. What does Monster dates. Magnet know that we don't lose? <laughs> they know <laughs> you know what because i guarantee the hardest thing about all this but we'll bounce around a little bit this is the rescheduling like everybody's rescheduling at the same time like how are they even finding the dates that are even going to work i mean we had summer uh summer fest in wisconsin which is just all mm. different types of genres that's huge weeks it's massive that's bigger it's, than Broadfest. <laughs> it is, it, but it, they have they have but they have huge acts coming in there of all kinds of uh, you know across the industry. But they moved that sucker, I think, to September or October, and that hmm. was just announced. And that's not even until like July, and they're already moving it. Yeah. So bad. Just calling it right now. Summer is over. All entertainment is being moved or canceled. And uh, hats off to the darkness, who I love to make fun of, but Easter's canceled. Oh God! They call it, man. What a bunch of dicks, man! It's on them, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, and, and plus, it's. I mean, their version. Basically, they should update the cover instead of it being like a. Just, it's already offensive enough. It's just, just have some like silent killer killing everybody in that scene with Corona. But oh, uh, yeah, Mike. I mean, yeah. So that sucked, man. There was at least, at least. I, I can't think of a year since we started this podcast. It was easily the most packed uh, summer. And spring. That oh I've my seen. lord! Every day was like this new, like oh my, hey for you forgot about us, and uh, us and three other bands you forgot about are all on tour too. Right. Oh, yeah. just every 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 day every week uh, I was constantly getting new updates. So and it's this whole trickle down effect thing of how it just affects everybody. Where it's not just the artists. Like, and I'll go into the ticket companies in a second, which we both obviously hate. But the, but like. You know, uh, everybody from from even to the thing like Google and it don't feel bad for Google, but everybody, nobody's spending money on advertising to do these shows. You know, like all mm-hmm. these ads that follow you around. That's that doesn't happen. There's marketing companies that are out of business as as a result. But then but then these these ticket agencies, which we all think like, oh, hopefully this will crush, you know, Ticketmaster or Live Nation to a point. These kind of companies can dump off what they need pretty quick it's almost all subcontracted workers except for these big marketing companies you know too that 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 work with them too but in the end in the end of it uh i guess the only good thing about it is those those places own venues that will be vacant for quite a while too you know what i mean like live nation and access own pretty much every single music venue in denver so they're on the hook for whatever that detriment is going to hit them but uh good uh, yeah i know so there's like something like like you know there's a silver lining to the gray cloud. Maybe, but maybe. Hopefully, and, this kills StubHub, K- Ticket King. The problem is, is that like it might bankrupt those places, but they're just going to be replaced by some other fucking shithole re- exact copy of what they do. You know what it is? It's the same thing as the the war on drugs. The you cut off the the snake the snake's head, and another one just pops right up. So that <laughs> doesn't really that doesn't really. Yeah, I guess this is the same thing there. But my no, if is, we don't like fundamentally change the, the importance of what a ticket means, yeah, right. everything's just fucking same. Even if Ticketmaster and Live Nation, Live Nation go bankrupt, we're 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 in the same fucking spot I, a year from now. As we keep joking about the whole like sellouts um, for for the Motley Crue tour, where they say it's a sellout, they're selling it to to you know scalpers. If those when you sell it to Ticket King or to Oh. And then that person, and that person actually buys it. Is that person that then that concert gets? Ticket King gets is liable Fox? probably to the person who bought it from them as an individual. What I'm curious about does since basically these are all backdoor deals, right? Is Ticketmaster going going to go? Oh, so sorry. <laughs> uh, wouldn't want to know you or that kind of deal. You know, are they like? Too bad, right. so sad. I wonder how many people get are getting uh, on the secondary. I actually hope that people on the secondary market that are scooping up these tickets and trying to do the sh- these shady deals do get fucked with all these cancellations. 
is my hope. Yeah, I, I have zero, zero, zero concern for anybody that bought a ticket from a Ticket King or a StubHub or any of those pop-up ads that are, I guarantee, because I'm saying it out loud, will now be on my Facebook and Twitter feed. Uh, I'm talking but, about the companies that bought a 1,000. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, companies, okay. individuals, companies that sold them to individuals. I don't care. You're all part of the problem. Fuck you. Uh, I, I really don't. If you're going to pay $600 to Ticket King for a $100 ticket and you got fucked, I really don't give a shit. You know, it's funny you bring it up. Did you know that like a, mo- a lot of these, especially the sporting events, none of those tickets have been refunded yet? Uh, uh, th- th- there was a recent story about this, and it's like a lot of the sporting teams are like, well, you'll get a ticket to the rescheduled event or you'll get it like a, we're just going to move it to your next season's season ticket deposit. Whether or not you want to buy them or not, you don't get a say. You just, all these, like, because if you were a season ticket holder for the NBA or NHL, you lost, you know, 20 games. Right. You know, and that's 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 a lot of fucking money. And now they're just going to say, well, you know, that's your, that'll be 20 less games you have to pay for next year. You know, fuck that. And, and the single game buyers that are like, especially like the Las Vegas Knights. And this is going to be this way for the Raiders too, where people will just fly into Vegas to see their team in Vegas because they also get a vacation out of the damn thing. So there's all these people who's like, fuck you. I don't even know if I can get the day off. I don't even know if I have a job. Give me my goddamn money back. And some of these concerts, even uh, what DWP just sent us an announcement that said basically like, eh, this is what we're going to do. Yeah, they made it about, well, a couple of things. First off, they, they announced the cancellation of all of their fests, essentially, except for the ones later in the year. Correct. That includes, that includes Louder Than Life. Uh, one called Aftershock, and I think there's another one that I can't recall. Aftershock is in California, but the Larder Than Life one, what they they didn't cancel it, and that that lineup's not even even announced yet. For, but for that one, what they did is they said uh, basically that they were adding a fourth day um, and having Metallica headline it. So it's now a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday fest, which is way too much fest for. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It, another day isn't the answer. Okay. Yeah. So instead of that, so instead of discounting the tickets, uh, if you wanted to get, if you were going to that, now it's still, and we'll get into that in a second. This amount it was, but for all the other ones, they they cancel up in full. They're giving full refunds, or you can transfer that money over to Louder Than Life. Yeah. I believe. <laughs> uh, but they're, but they're they're giving refunds. I, th- I mean, that, that well, they're giving fine. refunds for the canceled shows. But hey, right. maybe just maybe roll it over here. But to the louder and louder, louder than life thing, they're also deferring the next installment payments, which to me, that sentence explains everything. The fact that you are selling a concert that has a payment plan. This is not buying, you know, a season ticket package for the Minnesota Twins or a baseball team. Right. right this is right. a fucking weekend in goddamn Louisville. Okay, and that, but not only that. You need a payment plan for that? Yes. So Liar Than Life was, for three days, general admission, no seats, nothing like that, uh, uh, $250 for three days is how it was. They're giving you a fourth day for, quote, free and throwing Metallica as a headliner. That's great. But the fact is, is that that is a shitload of money um, for, so, and, and they're saying like a dollar down and you get to do a, a payment program on it. Yeah. I have an idea. How about you do a lineup that doesn't require you to be there for for four fucking days for two hundred and fifty dollars and doesn't have only two or three good bands a day? <laughs> what say you? This is not the answer. Is all I'm getting at. Um, how about we kind of roll back some of these prices? Look, I appreciate what they're doing. I guess considering that we're talking about right now. This might be okay, but I really hope when this is all kind of settled and, and dies down that we all kind of step back, get a little more patient, get a grip on our lives, and realize that none of this is worth the money that we're talking about, that all the that we start to realize that there's a lot of more greed that's dictating our need for this stuff. And maybe if we just took a breath and said, do I need to see Kiss four more times? Do I need... Yes. To go to a festival that is four days long. Do I need to spend this kind of money f- to see 
80 bands that I don't really want to see. I, I'm just saying, I love festivals. I enjoy it more for the event than the music, you know, as, as you and I have talked before. So I'm all in, but not at like this kind of like, I don't know, this is, it seems like we're, they're, everybody's just trying to grasp and try to salvage any last thing they can get rather than going, I really think we should kind of like push down on the plunger a little bit and start over when it comes to the way we look at yeah. life in general and all this music festival crap. Let me tell you why they're adding Metallica for a, for a fourth day and adding it four days. Why? Because it's on a Thursday. James needs to be sober that weekend. <laughs> That's true. He has to go to rehab the next day. Uh, but no, the main reason is that Danny Wimmer's got to make back some of that money, motherfucker. You add an extra day in there. And that is at least another $150 oh. probably per per person with food and booze and all the other bullshit once they lock you in that goddamn place and have you see five-finger death punch. All right, Lewis, it's time to get out of here. I, I really appreciate it. And all the best to you and yours. And everybody yeah. listening in at home, seriously, just, just let's ride this shit out and let's do what we can when we get back. But anyway, you ready? Exactly. I am. Rock's not dead. But it's sheltered and staying at home until May 1st. Million miles away Your signal in the distance To whom it may concern I think I lost my way Getting good at starting over Every time that I
social distancing no one? Do you have nothing? No, I got nothing. I got nothing. All I got is a stick. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess. For elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 